Okay, Dave Gentry, C.W. Greer on DWS, and local attorney Steve Beckett with us this morning. Stephen, how are you, sir? Good morning, Dave. Good morning, C.W. Good morning, Steve. Good to see you. Well, we meet again yep. <laughs> to struggle to try to make sense. Yeah, I, I swear, the news gets like this all the time anymore. You, yeah. you have no words for it after a while, and yet here we are. No, mm-hmm. it's incredible. Just incredible. Well, let's tackle the uh, the elephant in the room, the uh, uh, school shooting down in Texas. Why don't you uh, give us well, your take on it? Um, I look at the big equation. The big equation to me is that there's a boy who's 18 years of age who's frustrated because apparently he didn't graduate from high school, who purchased a gun uh, that would allow a significant magazine and, and lethal use and he entered a school that was supposed to be locked, and somehow he was able to get in there either because um, the door was unlocked or he knew how to make get access because of his grandmother. Yeah. And then inside, he um, opened fire in, in, in a classroom and just started killing people uh, for really no apparent purpose uh, whatsoever. And then uh, law enforcement, of course, uh, responded and now um, we are critiquing the law enforcement response, and we're trying to make sense out of all of right. this. Um, and so, you know, some of us are saying, um, what's a boy like that doing with a gun like that in a place like that where he can kill people? Um, and some will dissect that even further to say sure. there's something wrong with the boy. Let's not talk about the gun. Let's, there's something wrong with the boy. That's the real problem, the boy, not the gun, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera. And then now we're at a stage where people are um, criticizing the law enforcement and the lack of coordination between law enforcement units uh, because we have several different units that respond to a a scene like that and appears to be no coordinated effort Mm -hmm. and no um, real strategy about how to deal with the situation. So there are disagreements, I guess, within law enforcement about how, how to deal with it. And... Then there's the the big phrase, which is there's nothing that can be done. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm never going to mm-hmm. accept that. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. am never going to accept there's nothing that can be done. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever follow The Onion, you know, which is – Yeah, so The Onion uh, this week after the shooting mm-hmm. basically started with Columbine mm-hmm. and went to every school or mass shooting of any kind – and did the story with the headline, there's nothing that can be done. And that's pretty telling. Yeah. Um, we got we have to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I always look at this because of the Second Amendment argument, et cetera. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, we have the First Amendment, not absolute. There's reasonable things that are done uh, under the First Amendment. The Third Amendment is a non-starter because we don't quarter troops anymore, so th- that sort of shows that the original intent of those old guys way back when doesn't make any sense in modern times. If you look at the Third Amendment, just mm. remember that, okay? Because we don't quarter troops anymore. <laughs> then we have the Fourth Amendment that says you got to have a search warrant. Well, we know that's not true. We've come up and the courts have come up with reasons why there shouldn't be a search warrant. They didn't have automobiles back then. And so now we have automobiles and it's easy for people to escape and hide things, et cetera. So we have the automobile exception, you know, or 
police officers have to respond to a home and they need to protect themselves. And so we have the, the security search. They can go around and search for weapons to protect themselves and if they see something in, in plain view. And so it, it, it isn't that we can't be reasonable about this. I mean, mm-hmm. if we assume that, that the Second Amendment means what the Supreme Court says it means, and I don't agree with them, then they did admit, Scalia did admit, that there could be reasonable regulation. This is one of the places where I think I'd look at it. Mm-hmm. it. It sort of bothers me that an 18-year-old boy could buy a weapon like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, that makes no sense to mm-hmm. me. So, And then, then we see we have the variances between states. You know, In Illinois, maybe you couldn't buy a gun like that. But in Texas, it's like, the Wild West, you know, well, no, license, no licenses, no right. anything, buy anything, shoot well, yeah. anybody, right. go, you know, et cetera. And the idea is because they can have guns, I can have guns. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, then there's no end to it, right? Yeah. Anyway, that, that that's a, a bit of a rant, but it's, no, b- no, it's just not, really no. troubling, really troubling. That's part of my question with it, though. The folks that want to take away all the guns and this and that, but my point is we have so many of them out there now. Oh, you'd never How take, would you do that? Yeah, well, you'd never take them away, but uh, yeah. but I don't. I disagree. Nobody wants to take away everybody's guns. Nobody wants to do that. We want reasonable regulations, mm-hmm. reasonable, mm-hmm. so that— you can have the gun that you want, but you know if you're going to have a gun like that, then there ought to be a reason for you to have a gun like that. You ought to fit into some certain category and have some certain kind of training, and somehow we ought to be able to determine that you're the right person to have a gun like that. If it would be reasonable, and, and I'm somewhere in the middle with this, so um, I'm a, I am a gun owner, raised around guns, but Got I'm- my FOID I'm, right here. I understand, and me too, but- the reasonable part is, and this is just personal, is my question. Now, and here's what I mean by that: is not the gun itself; it's my government, Democrat or Republican in charge. I don't care either one. The government consists, in my opinion, consistently over decades what they try to do, what we start out doing in moderation for a good reason, we end up doing in excess, and that's a government problem. That's not a gun problem. So just like so, bringing it down to the guns for me, the reasonable th- thought. Okay, I'm, I agree with you because I don't see the need to have some of these guns that are out there myself, for adult or kid. But I'm I'm personally I'm going to use the word afraid that my government okay will start out with good intentions, and go in excess because that seems to be the trend of our government over decades, no matter who's right. in power. And so I, that's my question. Right. So you know, I understand your reasoning. Yeah. yeah. And the end result of your reasoning is there's nothing that can be done. CW, that's not acceptable. Well, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just, I think we've got to, there's, this is so multifaceted. And I know that's what you're saying too. Um, so we can get comfortable even with our government again. And it's just like the conceal and carry. You know, I, I the place I worked at when that I had guys in the shop where I was working, they were like, hey, did you hear we got conceal and carry? I go, that's not a good thing. And they said, well, don't you believe it? I said, yes, I believe in Second Amendment. But I said, you get somebody who does not know how to be use wisdom with conceal and carry, you've got a real problem on your hands. And I'm not against conceal and carry. I'm just saying... But I mean, even let's that, look at you know, let's look yeah. at concealed so, carry in yeah. Illinois, yeah. because it requires training and it requires a it special does. license. It does. It it 
requires a focus to know yep. as a society that you, if if it's you, uh, are eligible to have right. that have that weapon in that way. Right. You know, compare that to Texas. Right. I'm sorry. No, I agree. I, I just it's wide think, open down there. Not not acceptable. No, I agree. Yeah, I'm and I'm with you on that. You know, so. It, it, it's just so multifaceted. I just, and I'm not saying because it's multifaceted, don't do anything. I'm just saying, where do we start? <laughs> well, the point is that you, you got to start, start somewhere, don't you? You got to start. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you'll never know you're going to be successful unless you yeah. try something. Right. Yeah. True. Right? Very true. I don't know what's going to happen down the road here because if the Republicans come in the way they're talking through this election, nothing's going to move in Congress. Oh, right. I don't think. Right. There'll be gridlock. So, right. I don't know where we get going here. But every time something like this comes up, and it happens every few months, mm-hmm. we go through the same dance about it. Well, my complaint is every time something like this comes up, I come out and visit you. <laughs> <laughs> we still, we still, uh, we, we still don't solve wait, it. Wait a minute. We don't. <laughs> a complaint to come see us. We like you coming. Yeah. So. <laughs> But that's true. <laughs> no, I understand. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, we haven't come up with a solution no. to that one yet, but we're going to keep working on well, it. Well, no, I think I think a solution is to uh, is to try something. It may be a Brady bill. It may be um, background checks. It may be, you know, it may be something. something. But mm-hmm. we got to do something. Yeah. yeah. No, this can't continue. We'll see what happens yeah. with them. Yeah. I don't look for it to happen this year. Well, no, I don't either. Unfortunately, you know. So, well, out in the country, the crops are growing. (laughs) Things are, you know. So there's some things around here that are normal. There is a lot of optimism about. It's a time of year where we all have hope. Yes, you know, know, I'm not going to give up. We have we have hope. I mean, there are solutions, and let's let's keep at it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to have to do, I guess. Russia yesterday pushed the West to lift sanctions imposed on the country over its invasion of Ukraine and also sought to shift blame for a growing food crisis that's being made worse by Ukraine uh, being able to ship millions of tons of grains and other food products because of the war and a Russian blockage of all its ports. Excuse me, I'm I'm almost developing a Putin tear here. (laughs) Oh. So sad, too bad. President Vladimir Putin said in a call with Italy's prime minister that Russia, quote, is ready to make a significant contribution to overcoming the food crisis through the export of grain and fertilizer on the condition that politically motivated restrictions imposed by the West are lifted. Uh, How about stopping the war and let's talk? Well, golly, that seems to be uh, the only way it's going to happen, doesn't it? Yep. The U.K. accused Russia of, quote, trying to hold the world ransom. Mm -hmm. Foreign uh, Secretary Liz Truss said he's essentially weaponized hunger and lack of food among the poorest people. Well, Well, if if world diplomacy means anything um, for the kind of action that Russia has undertaken, there have to be consequences. Uh, The consequences are Mm -hmm. in place. there could be other consequences. Uh, you know, the the rest of the world could have united militarily against sure. Russia, and they didn't do that. Yeah. Here's one for you. A four-judge panel of the New York State Appeals Court rejected former President Donald Trump's appeal, saying that he and his two oldest children, Donald Jr. and Ivanka, 
must testify in depositions in Attorney General Letitia James' civil investigation. James is investigating alleged fraud by Trump's company, the Trump Organization. Trump has denied the allegations and called the probe a politically motivated witch hunt. The appeals court rejected Trump's argument that he not be compelled to testify because his answers could be used in a parallel criminal probe. Um, I truly think that um, you can't stop someone from being called into the deposition and questions being asked, and then they can invoke their rights. But they're, in a civil proceeding, there are consequences of you taking the Fifth Amendment. Um, literally, mm-hmm. what you haven't answered can be taken as an admission on your part because you, you refuse to answer uh, questions. So it can be held against you in a civil proceeding as opposed to in a criminal proceeding. Well, so. what Trump's not saying is this isn't fair because I want to run for president again. <laughs> That's, oh, don't. That's what don't, I'm reading into this. Don't take me there. You know, I've got, I got enough on my, I got enough on my brain right yeah, now to have to worry true. about that. Can that we go back true. to talking about the corn growing? Yeah, yeah, I'm so happy the corn is growing. <laughs> All right, Steve Beckett, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it, sir. Great to see you guys. Good to see we you got too. more coming up on DWS.